0: Friend, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from, and I've been there before, but now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica, and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me. I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Hey, pretty friends. So happy you are here. Welcome to episode 24. Over the last month, I've noticed something, that it's time for a pivot. And when you're looking at your goals, you're always having to revisit, determine several things. And once you review all the things, you have to determine if it is time to pivot or not. Are you moving forward or stagnant? Did you move backwards? Did your goals change due to life circumstances? Things get busy in life. We know this. However, when we and I don't want to say constantly, but frequently revisit our goals and our actions. Sometimes it makes room for a pivot that better aligns with what our goals are. Hence the reason we want to talk about strategies on when and how to pivot. Pivoting isn't easy for everyone. It, it can mean a lot of different things. It could mean that people feel like they're failing or Um, that they're not able to control everything and that there's too much going on and so that they need to change their business and downscale. There's all sorts of reasons why we need to pivot. And sometimes it's for the better alignment of the business and so that the business doesn't fail. I mean, that's the last thing you want, right? So it's not a negative thing. It is actually a great thing to recognize and check it out and see if it's worth it and make the choice. It's really a good thing, because that means it aligns better with you. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Really the strategies of when is a good time to look at pivoting and how to do it effectively. So let's dive in. I've noticed that I have been chugging along and focusing on our move. And we are in love with our new home. It's no longer a house, but it's actually home. And we're all in it. And that's what I truly love. And we are working together to continue to make this home we've always wanted and I think we're really close. I honestly do. I mean, we, we moved in with the understanding that there were going to be certain things that needed to be done, but we're getting there. And oddly enough, I really enjoy the fact that we actually talked to the owner of the house that that bought our house. And I, I it seems like it's always been taboo that you can't know who sold the house to you, even though you see their name in writing and you can't talk to them. And it's like, Ooh, something to hide. But honestly, I will tell you that initially when I got a couple of questions, I said, hey, did you know this was going on? I really got defensive. Um, I felt like we needed to defend what we had done in the home. And I felt like we needed to defend the choices we made, whether we chose to do something or we chose not to. But really, when I sat down and thought about it, it was silly because I, I didn't need to feel that way. The person bought the home knowing what they got into and they loved it still the same. So I had to pivot my emotions and by doing so, it allowed me to feel much differently about answering the questions that they asked. Um, and that really made a difference because I became not just the person who needed to defend, but now I was the person that was actually helping. Why have to go to a third party and say, Hey, can you get me this information? when really it's just easier if you ask the person that owned the home previously and said, hey, um, what does this do? Or hey, um, do you know where these are located? Because we don't know where they're at. And there were so many questions that we had here in this house that I wish we'd only had easier contact to be able to ask those questions, but it is what it is and that's okay, we'll figure it out. But if somebody can make it easier, why not? Why not? There's no big deal, so I pivoted. And when I pivoted, my whole entire perspective changed and I was able to do way more good just by that slight mindset shift. We always talk about that. That little mindset shift made a huge change in how I answered questions to, to that owner. I know that that's like a just an easy, quick mindset shift where pivoting in a business is a much different um Like, you really need to do a lot more strategy and thinking. But it really is, starts with a mindset. It starts with the understanding that something doesn't feel right, something feels off, and I need to make this change. And so, I've done the same thing in coaching. And recently, that has all been honestly pivoting back to where I started. And it wasn't completely like, I'm not completely going back to where I started, but I started off with accountability coaching. Um, it really feels much more naturally to me based on my experience and all my years of military service and things like that. It felt much more natural, but it wasn't something I felt like in the beginning, I really wanted to just only do accountability coaching. And so I tried something else. I pivoted, right? I, pivot, I pivoted and changed the business structure, and I went to something you know that included accountability, but it wasn't totally. And oddly enough, here I am back to wanting to go back to accountability coaching. Why? Because it feels more authentic to me, and it has changed. And based on where I felt I could serve others, so my end goal is still the same. And I've chatted about this before, like in episode 22. Reevaluating is truly the best method to ensure you are constantly growing with who you are. We change all the time. Our circumstances, our environment, everything forces us to make changes. So why wouldn't you expect that your business would have to make a change? And ditching the things that aren't natural and or feel forced, um, everyone can see through those. If you aren't, I I should say, if you don't ditch. (laughs) If you don't ditch the things that aren't natural, if you're doing things that feel forced, like you have to do them, people can see that it's not authentic, that you're not into it, that you're not passionate about it. And therefore you lose that credibility. It's not something you want to do. How are you going to get other people to do it or to see those results if you don't believe it yourself, if you're not in it, if it's not passionate enough for you. And so honestly, if I tried to come here and sell you something healthy, like healthy eating stuff, and yet I don't do it, you will hear it in my voice. If I tell you to like give up, peanut butter and ice cream, which are like my two favorite, I probably could not even say that in a sentence because it won't sound natural and I won't actually be doing it. I would have to read it from a script and it would sound scripted. I mean, there's nothing against having an outline to keep your all your squirrel fo- squirrels focused on the task at hand, but ultimately when you are confident about the topic you're talking about or teaching or facilitating or instructing, you know, The outline is simply an outline and not the script. It's there so I can hopefully help keep all my squirrels on track. So even my podcasts are outlined, but I keep the outline to keep me on track. And I'm sure by now, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you can tell when I squirrel away from even the outline. That is my confidence taking over, and I feel that there's a topic, like there's something, a story, or something that I want to talk about that I feel would enhance the conversation. Although I'm probably pretty sure there are things that I've spoken about that maybe didn't necessarily go with what we were talking about, but I still felt like like saying them. So you guys have have bared with me through all of that, and again, I still keep the outline just in hopes that I come back to it, like I am right now, going. I probably need to make sure that my squirrels are aligned and I need to get back on track. So ultimately the pivot is what keeps you in your authentic self, keeps you connecting with your community, keeps you doing what you love instead of a job, making it really ultimately you. So when you start your business, you are energetic and passionate. You love everything. However, eventually you figure out there are some things you really don't like doing and Others that you really do, and as you continue down the business path, you realize that things you don't like to do are holding up your progress to move forward. I can tell you, my first one was emails, sending out emails and creating um, the email distro lists and things like that. I put that off for so stinking long because I didn't know how to do it. It was not something I was really passionate about. I didn't really want to do it, but I knew I needed to get into it. So I am sure that the first couple of emails did not feel authentic because I really didn't want to do it and I needed help. And then I got some help and guess what? It changed because that's what they're passionate about, not me. I knew what I wanted to say. I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I wasn't passionate about actually creating the stupid thing. So let somebody else create it that's actually passionate about. There are people that love all sorts of weird gadgety, geeky, nerdy tech things. And I love it because they're way better than me. (laughs) And they're better than me at it because that's not my passion. There are people whose passions solely revolve around tech. Great. I need you. I need you in my life because I'm not tech. I am the accountability coach and that's what I love to do. I love to hold people accountable and that you can tell when you hear me talk about it and when you hear me coach on it and my clients will tell you the same thing. I get very passionate about being that accountability coach. You know, this can come, you know, when you start to look at things, you're looking at client results, administrative tasks, or even the products of your business. These are all great reasons you may eventually need to pivot pivoting is when you're making significant changes in how you do business because it needs the change something's not working right something doesn't feel right you may need to pivot if the results you're hoping your clients should get they're not seeing right and if they're not seeing results they're not staying and if they're not staying they're not referring if they're not referring you're not getting new clients Two, you're falling behind in deliverables that you promised, meaning you're over-promising and there's not enough of you to go around or you're feeling overwhelmed by what you did promise. You know, maybe you didn't over-promise and it's definitely worth everything that you've put in there, but maybe it's just too much for one person to handle. Number three can be your products aren't meeting the demands of the market, meaning no one's buying ultimately. Or it could be quite the opposite, which is number four. A product is taking off. I mean, if it takes off, you may need to pivot because it took off one product over another and it wasn't the one you thought was going to do it. So now all of a sudden you need to like be ready to take this one on and and run with it. So you've got to pivot and change your pace to match up with the one that's taking off. So really the next question is how do we pivot? And how do we pivot logically, strategically, so that we do the So we have our clients understand what's happening. Our teams understand what happens is happening and do it in a methodical way that doesn't wind up driving away business and you have to start over. So number one, we're going to say, if you have a team, your team needs to all be on board. You need to talk to them about this. You need to tell them why you're pivoting. You need to let them know what's happening. They need to understand you. That team is there to help support you and they can't support you if they don't know what's going on. Totally makes sense. But I guarantee you there are people there that are not communicating out there. I should say that are not communicating to their team, letting them know that there are changes coming for whatever reason, good, bad, indifferent, there should be a discussion. Number two, don't change everything at once. Like a good science experiment. They always tell you to have a control and a variable. You need to have everything controlled and have one variable so you can see if it works. Those are the tweaks. They may not be major pivots, but those are the tweaks. We're going to tweak and we're going to pivot over towards this pathway because it's looking like it's doing the right thing. It's taking us where we want to go. This product is launching and we want to make sure that we follow its path. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to tweak. We're going to to pivot here. I shouldn't say tweak. We're going to pivot here. And that pivot, because we're controlling everything else, we'll know if that pivot worked or it didn't work. Do we need to backtrack and switch directions again? Maybe it didn't work. Things are all trial and error. We do that all the time. We try, and if it didn't work, we try again a different way. That's okay. That's all the growth. Okay, number four, or actually number three, um, number two is don't change everything at once. Number three is if you need to go back and do market research, do it. If you need to go back and look at your products and say, "Mm, what is out there and what is working on the market? And is there a place for my product? Go do the market research. It will behoove you in order to pivot. You will pivot much better. Number four, it could be that you need to create a team. Maybe you don't have a team, but maybe you need to begin to create a team to take on the tasks that are not your strengths or that weigh you down. And this requires some extra steps, honestly, to bring on somebody into your team if you haven't had one. And I'll discuss it later in another episode, but if you want some help in this, please reach out. My contact info is all in the show notes, but reach out so we can talk about it if you need to do this um, sooner rather than later. But really, sometimes you're the bottleneck. You're the problem. So it's time to get help. Your people can't see the results because there's not enough of you to go around, especially coaches when you're trying to help all the people and you have more clients coming in and you want to help them and you've promised them all these things that you can deliver, it comes down to you become the bottleneck because there's not enough of you. There's only one and it's time to build a team. So number five, when you decide to pivot, Be sure you have a strategy to hit the ground running. Don't just throw something out there without setting some measurable goals. Don't go out there without having a strategy to implement it, that you haven't done the research to go with it. These all kind of go hand in hand together, right? But have a strategy in which you're, how you are going to launch and pivot. That could be first we notify the team, then we're gonna notify the clients. Then we're gonna come up with a strategy on how to relaunch. Maybe we need to rebrand. Maybe we need to hire someone. All of that stuff needs to go into it. Make sure, speak the language of your customers so that they understand the pivot and the product. And then see how others selling what you sell are doing it. Don't copy, but observe both what works and what doesn't because we always learn from both strategies. The good and the bad, we learn from both just like any good leadership too. That can all be part of your strategy. And then number six, lastly, don't be afraid to pivot. This is don't be afraid to change. It should align with your ultimate goals. Give it thought. Having your goals written out will only help further make it real so you move forward on them and move in the way that you want to. And if you need help with setting those and re-strategizing on those goals, you can always listen to episodes 14 to 17 where I talked about. Um, having point, which is goal clarity all the way through polishing, which is sort of what I'm talking about here, which is, um, which can be a pivot at the end, which is retweaking, polishing, seeing if there needs to be changes, all of that goes through it. But that's, um, episodes 14 through 17. If you wanted to listen to that, you can always reach out to me at any point in time. I am available. I always answer all of my emails. It actually does come from me. So you don't have to worry about anybody else reaching out to you, but I ultimately, you really want to remember that change is good and change is growth. And the only time change doesn't become growth or is not good is when you're doing it so frequently and you're all over the map with no good strategy. That goes back to number five. When you start making changes everywhere, you can't tell what works or what doesn't. There's your, you know, um, I number one, don't have a strategy, but two, as a variable, you're having too many variables with no constants constant, (laughs) your audience and your client or your clients don't know what's happening and they're confused and they are likely to start, you know, you're likely to start losing even more clients because you're just shifting too much, right? That's when it determines that it's not such a great thing. But just as I say that, if you're making a big business shift from business coaching, like example, you're going from business coaching to opening a fitness center, you would expect clients to fall off and new ones to come in. Not everybody in business coaching wants to follow what you're doing as a fitness instructor. They just don't, and that's okay. You're just changing your strategy, you're pivoting, you're overhauling the entire business. I mean, that's a huge pivot, but I wanted to be extreme in it so you would understand that sometimes your clients may have to fall off because you need a different client. Your ideal client may not be the same ones all of a sudden, and that's okay. Your target market is changing. So set those realistic expectations for yourself as well, right? I, call, I love to call that manage expectation management. I need to know how to, ex, how to manage my expectations. So make sure you do that. Pivoting isn't a failure. Pivoting is changing strategies so the product you deliver is better. Your, authentic, your authenticity is better. It's you. Your customers will relate when they know you will be like, yeah, this makes sense. You can just tell. You can just tell that what they're doing is much more in alignment. Moving into this week, if you have been sensing that you need to make a pivot and you feel like you need some help, send me a message, reach out, let's chat. Sometimes just having the sounding board is just enough to work through the strategy. I would be happy to be there for you. On Thursday this week at 6 p.m. Central, we will also be chatting more about pivoting and what that looks like um, more in person just so you can, you know, we can chat live and I hope in the meantime, you have a great week. And if you don't want to miss out on an episode, be sure to follow. And if you feel like this episode has inspired you, share it on social media and tag me. All my social media info is in the show notes. You can even leave a review so that others may hear this and know that it was worth it. If on Apple, just drop to the bottom and click on write a review. So thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Hey friend, before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes and click on the purple, write a review. This episode inspired you today to make a change on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail, you just learn the way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid.